What's up, bro? Hey, good to see you. Good to see you too. It's been a minute. It's been a it's been a lot of minutes. It's been a lot of fucking it's minutes. It's been a lot of fucking minutes. Yeah. Welcome to uh Tito and the Greek podcast, episode five. Episode Cinco. Fuck yeah. Still so, we're still in the single digits. Yeah, we're still in the single digits. <laughs> we have a lot going on. We're busy guys. A lot, yeah. But uh we wanna keep our, our audience uh loyal so we're trying our best uh we almost didn't record today i think we should open with that uh right? yeah we're, we're actually on a time we're on a time crunch we're in a time crunch we're but time we're gonna make it happen but you 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 know we had to we had to disclose to our friends our audience our buds that we had some technical all, difficulties over here all you dude all you all me i had to i had to lose it with that poor indian accented guy <laughs> on the phone because um, people got to know that um, I've been um, fucked over by JCPenney's and by UPS. And I need uh, presents for my dear family. And these motherfuckers are not delivering them to me. Um, we recently found out, thanks to this lovely Indian fella, that the package <laughs> is in uh, somewhere in Florida, right? Somewhere in Florida, yeah. Although it should have it should have been delivered yesterday here in New York City. Right. So we are out of options. They told me to keep an eye on the updates and try to catch the package. That's all. That's all they can do. Uh, but you know. And now it's the second person you talk to. That is the second person. Yeah. Because first I talked to Nikolai, yeah. uh, probably Eastern <laughs> accented guy. Wow, I don't know. Very. You've... Well, his name is Nikolai, and he had a weird <laughs> accent. So you tell me, bro. Amen. Listen. I mean, I had it on speaker. You heard what I heard. Listen, you got a little feisty there. I thought you were going to be like a little more calmer with customer service. But you're kind of like me. You get like a, the more the more well, the, the more it drags on, you like start cursing and start uh, What do you want me to do? Um we you know, I was finding out in real time that the package which should have been delivered 2 days ago was in Florida in a truck or a loading container. And you thought it was a Maspeth. We, we thought it was a Maspeth. Exactly, because the <laughs> shipping information on UPS's website says Maspeth, New York. It arrived on the 6th, the 9th. Fucking customer service, man. That shit always sucks. It does suck. I always have problems. I had one time a problem with FedEx. What happened with them? And they're I, supposed to be very legit, right? Like yeah, they're yeah. Like very I, got, I got a package one time, and the same thing, it was like at a... Uh, it was at a location, right? For there for a couple, like three days. I had, I called them. They're like, yeah, this this package was, uh, it was deemed mysterious or something. So they they just kept it to the side without without even notifying me. So I had to call FedEx, and they looking. They were like looking into the investigation to the package. Okay. And I let them know what's inside. I forgot what it was, man. I it wasn't an iPhone. I forgot what it was, but I told them what like what's inside the package. Blah blah blah. This and that and. I it took me like two weeks later to get the package. That is weird. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. And I was in the customer service yelling at yelling at you are. What the fuck is it? I I think I just fixed the audio thing. And it's, it's it still sounds the same, so it's fine. No, no, no. It sounds different. Right. It sounds the same. It sounds a little echoey though. It it does sound echoey. But not as robotic as before. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, and uh, and what happened? Did you get the package? Finally? I think I, I think I finally got the package. I forgot for what it was. I forgot. It's okay. It's okay. But, but wait, what was it? How long was the delay though? In like two weeks. Fuck. Yeah, dude. So you might, you might, you might not even get your packages until the end of next week. Damn. All right. Well, that's gonna be a problem. And anyway. Nikolai and the nice little Indian guy on the other phone don't know what they're doing half the time. So <laughs> who knows? Um. So what are we talking about today, bro? Why First, I gotta. About? I have to bite my words a little bit. Please, I think I'm you eat should. My words should be a man and man up. I'm going to man up and say I was wrong about Manchester United in the Champions League. 
Werja. Yeah. Wow. You're not even they letting gave, me they scold they you they about me, it? No, they gave me they gave me false hope after you know. For anyone that doesn't know, they got kicked out yesterday at Champions <laughs> League 3 2 to Red Bull Leesburg. Leisberg, bro. No, no, Leipzig. Leipzig. Le- 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 Leipzig. Yeah, Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's any consolation, Atletico Madrid lost with them last year in the round robin final stage. Whatever Fucking they bullshit. Did. Yep. Uh, it is. Horrible performance. I was wrong. Man. <laughs> with that starting 11, with the, the Gea is a shadow of. Bro, that what defense is non existent, man. That yeah. defense is really horrible. Yeah. I don't know who thought it was a good idea to sign Harry Maguire and make him the fucking team captain. Yeah, was that not, about, not a good signing, man? Uh, also, you may want to point out that he cost 80, 82 million. Or 82 million dollars. Yeah, euros or <laughs> euros, pounds. Euros, who euros. the fuck knows? Like pounds, whatever. Just a crazy amount. So I think it's like sixty something pounds. I don't want. I don't know. I want to divulge more into it. I, I'm already. Well, you at least. I'm already wrong. Well, well, no, but I'm a man. Were, I admit my mistakes. You very much were wrong. And when thank I was you wrong, for, when I was wrong, I was wrong. Thank you for for acknowledging that you were wrong, and uh, then as a consequence, someone else was right. Right? <laughs> if you were wrong, I mean, do you want to acknowledge that part? Tito or? was right. Tito was right. Tito told you do not sell the. There is a saying in other places in the world that says you do not sell the fur of the bear before you've hunted the bear. Perfect scenario. Okay. Perfect scenario over here. I guess. Okay. You were already making boots, bro. Making little vest with the fur of the bear. It's also, I can't be confident in my own team. You can, but you uh, I was whatever. I was wrong. Shit happens. We're probably going to hopefully win the Europa League, but that's probably not going to happen either. Well, I mean, you... You have all the like. You are position third. So third, yeah. Going to Europa. Can you League. mess it up more? I mean, well now, you, well now these teams are going to the Europa League, right? Well, Manchester right now because I saw the I saw the, st- the stands. They're right in third now, place. They're in third place, or they are straight up going to it. They're straight going to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the fourth one. I don't remember the uh, the, the points. Yeah, uh, I think the fourth. Uh, I don't know. How to do they the have fourth. a shot in the last in the last uh, match day to oh, actually make oh, it? Do you think that we can go into fourth place? That's what I'm saying. Oh, That's what I was asking. You, you know? I don't think so. Yeah, you wanna get, yeah check it out. But um, anyway, Champions League is a challenging um, competition, bro. And um, Manchester United they've they've been struggling to find know, to have a good team. They just they have no. You they have, have like no, a lot of young no players chemistry, no chemistry. that are supposed to be good. No, chem- no uh, one knows what's going on with fucking Pogba, who su- who should be by now the leader. No, nah, no, nah, it's third place. It's the Istanbul can't. Istanbul can't. No, nah. I mean they lo- I think they lost today anyway, so it's fine. Okay, so hey, at least you have the Europa League. We yeah. shall see. We well, eh, could be a title for you guys. You're I'm not in, gonna hold my breath on that. You're one. in dire need. Yeah, do not. But <laughs> I'm gonna hold my breath. It'll be a nice thing at the end of the season. On the note of soccer, you wanna, you wanna just do. It's been now, now a week, over a week, or two weeks or whatever. Uh, but you wanna. Do, we already mentioned and talked about the importance of the Armando Maradona in ah, yeah. the world of soccer as an omen if you think about it because it was only like what one two months ago that we were talking about Maradona Maradona. and uh, how I was telling you that you know he's the best footballer Mm -hmm. but not the best football player Mm -hmm. Um, you know um, and then again week and a half ago almost two weeks ago Actually, two weeks ago, he... Rest in peace, Diego Armando Maradona. Exactly. He he passed away. And it was, you know, it really... I mean, the the guy's health has been deteriorating sharply and quickly. I'm not going to lie. I I, I was shocked he made it to 60. 
A lot well, of people were. Yeah, that's and it's not surprising because he, he had been on the verge of dying, like like surprisingly making it twice right, yeah. before. And he's been involved with drugs and everything. He's he had a lot of addictions. That's the point. So yeah. um he was dealing at sixty, he was dealing with uh heavy alcohol and uh pills addiction. He was also depressed. He had problems with uh, with his daughters. Well, his initial only daughters. Right. He had two daughters, uh -huh. Dalman Janina. But then, by now, I think he has like seven or eight uh, illegitimate sons. He has like two or three in Cuba. Then he has uh, one in Italy. Yeah. Then he have a few in Argentina. He lived uh, he lived an interesting life, dude. That's the thing. Like I was extremely sad at first, you know. But if you analyze the life as, you know, an actual human being. Mm -hmm. He lived to its fullest. To its fullest, like at a level that we couldn't even dream. I can't of. even imagine. You know? can't even imagine. Like there is, um, I really like to listen to Argentinians. Oh, let me let me share this with you. The Argentinian people, they they are a very particular group of human beings. But there is something very whimsical about them, Argentinians. They produce excellent storytellers. They are very good at telling stories, at kind of like involving you with whatever they are telling you, with their unique way of saying things and, uh, um, you know, mm -hmm. attention to random specific detail and whatnot. So one of the biggest storytellers in the world of soccer in Argentina, to me at least, is um, uh, Guillermo Coppola, who is, he, w he used to be uh, the manager of Maradona. Ah, okay. From, from 85 on. Uh, Maradona used to have, Maradona being the most unique, you know, that there is out there, he had in the first you know, in the first fourth of his career, he has uh, Jorge Sister Piller, who was a little uh, crippled Jewish poor kid of his neighborhood that he brought along with him so the kid could come out of depression because he has some problem on his legs or whatever. And then he took him on as, as his uh, uh, manager. Wow. for Yeah, for like early on in the late 70s to 85, when he had a little bit of a rough encounter with the Camorra, mm -hmm. the Napolitan Mafia, bro. Maradona did. No, oh, the, the manager, agent. The, agent, the, 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 agent, manager, the agent, manager, manager, agent. He was his manager, agent, whatever. Back in the day, there was one guy who, cared, like, you know, kind of like takes... H handled everything. Yeah, handles his businesses, really. So apparently, uh, the legend goes that Sister Pillar, trying to profit as much as possible the figure of Dio, he saw how in the streets of Napoli, in, of Naples, mm -hmm. they were selling T-shirts with Maradona's face and with Maradona's sentence or whatever on the street. Right. And he started researching what the fuck is going on who's making these t-shirts and why aren't we getting a cut because that's Diego's copyrighted image because right. it's his face and, and it was just, the mafia and it was the mafia it was that's, the they, that's fucking funny it was the Naples Camorra that's and then sick. he tells Diego apparently he told Diego and Diego told him no no relax don't worry about it it's okay and Sister Pillar trying to be like an on top of things agent pushed and pushed and pushed and then the Giuliano clan or I don't know some fucking couple there took Maradona bro Diego, I told him, Diego, come over here. They had a minute and told him, that guy needs to go. And he was like, no, but he's my friend. That guy needs to go. That guy or Or, or, or he's going to sleep with the fishes, basically. <laughs> oh, uh. I'm going to come see you in another way. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that's how actually, that's what they say, remember, in the Mafia uh, what, documentary? What, you're, not, you're, not, you're not Italian, though. The way you don't... No, I know. That's what they say. I was... Yeah. I was... I was, I was it was an impression. Not the point. The point is that... <laughs> There's not an acting tape. Tito, okay? Wow, this is a podcast. Coming, coming hot. <laughs> coming hot, bro. No. Uh, the point is that then uh, Guillermo Coppola started uh, as, his, uh, his, as his manager. He had like a good 
array of uh, players in Argentina that he was, you know, getting good contracts and stuff. He was kind of like famous. He used to be a, a banker. Well, this guy became instant, instant great friends with Diego. And then he, they, 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 they became like brothers. Right. So they had this very strong bond. And this guy carried uh, Diego on his darkest moments. He went with him to Cuba for like three years to uh, try to rehabilitate from drug addiction and uh, cocaine. Right. And uh, this guy has like a thousand of stories about Maradona. And then uh, he always tells how Maradona used to live. And he's like, private jet, I'll let's go to Paris to hang out with models. And then the day after, <laughs> you probably let's go. Fucking life, yeah, yeah, man. let's go to, Mil to Milan to watch the Scala, the, op the opera. And then you're playing on Sunday. And you arrive like Saturday at 7 a.m. or whatever. And then you, like a crazy life. Right. The cars he would have. He would have like the latest Ferrari. He always wanted that one. And uh, he was the he offended the Ferrari people because he wanted to paint a Ferrari. What was it? Uh, Testa Rosa, which is a Ferrari that only came in red. Mm -hmm. He insisted he wanted it in black. So uh, he eventually got fucking Maradona got the Testa Rosa in in, in black uh, to cause like like havoc right. in Ferrari. Now it's very common. You see all these people with Ferrari multicolor. Back yeah, then yeah. it wasn't like that. It was only red. Exactly. Well, that one, the Testa Rosa. Testa Rosa right, means, right, right. means redhead, actually. Oh, okay. Red hair. Not red hair, but red head. Testa okay. is head in Italian. Rosa is uh, red. So it was like specific point that this very luxurious sport car was only red. Okay. Sold as. Right. So anyway, so he has so many stories about crazy, crazy things happening. Having cigars with Fidel Castro in his own you should, uh, uh, you should, palace. You should get this guy for your uh, Spanish podcast. Bro. Bro, we should start like a little, you should start like a little campaign in, in, <laughs> in social media. In to social like Coppola. media, yeah. By the way, his last name is Coppola. Like, Francis Ford like Coppola. Francis Coppola yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same because they, they have the same Italian origin. You know, Argentina yeah. received a very, very uh, heavy load. Yeah, so he has a good wine. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Remember, I don't know. Side story. Yep. We had the special bottle of wine at our old restaurant, our old job. We had to sell it, and it was <laughs> and it was a Coppola <laughs> oh, bottle. It yeah, was a red wine. Yeah. It had like the little, like a little mesh on top of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we, and we had to sell that for a competition to win a fucking free meal. No. <laughs> right, right. Do you remember who won? Um, you don't remember, do you? You definitely don't wasn't remember. You. It, it was, was me, bro. It definitely wasn't you. Come on. Fuck yeah. I don't really remember. Anyway, but um, so you know, I was reflecting on the death of Diego, right? Because I think he transcended soccer, right? But his death really. I was talking to a friend I did from a Spanish podcast, like a special three-hour life about him, and and we were thinking about. It is a fact. It's not. A, it's not really my opinion that that Maradona is really the last truly romantic soccer player to ever played the game. So, I, 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 when I was at first, I was talking to my friend, I'm like, well, I don't know if that's the case. But then I started thinking about how soccer has evolved in the last uh, thirty years. We're gonna say, so uh, soccer is really undertook a process it's really undertaking a process of um evolution mm -hmm. to become pretty much sports wise americanized the heavy profi uh, profi professionalization along with contracts with tvs and other media and players becoming sponsors like uh, yeah, yeah being, being pretty much right uh, salesmen if you will yeah yeah just having all kinds of endorsements and sponsors this is something that really all started in the 90s. Like bad back like before that, there were of course they would have like Maradona always had Puma, right? Puma. 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 
Puma. I don't know. How you say it in English? What the fuck is Puma? Puma. Puma. Oh, now, now you're pronouncing it right all of a sudden. Anyway, yeah. Puma. Puma. So he, he always had Puma, uh-huh. whatever. The Germans, Beckenbauer, Mataus always had Adidas. But it wasn't like the level of sponsorship that then American sports started heavy on back in the 80s, really, with Michael Jordan and with Magic Johnson, right. with Converse and whatnot. That's when it all started. So... It was really from 1992 on, because in 1992, there is a major change in European soccer that changed things forever, that it's the establishing of the um, English league as the Premier League. So that introduced a lot of changes in Mm -hmm. first British soccer, but then it expanded because it was so successful to the rest of the countries. So the British were the ones who kind of like revamped, refounded really their league Mm -hmm. and started calling it Premier League. It had a big sponsor. They had, you know, numbers assigned to players with names, which was something that before never happened. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. That. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the Premier League from 1992 on kind of like set the stage for uh, the rest of European leagues to come fall, into fall, this fall new along. phase yeah. of professionalization, of Americanization of the sport. Well, it's also, they wanted to profit from, f- they wanted to make profit from it. They wanted just to make more money. They wanted they were, to make more money. They were making no money. Of Back course. in the 80s, early 90s, they were making no money. Right. It was just rich, rich guys who wanted to have a soccer club. So they, they would just become president by becoming, you know, a, a member of the board, or whatever, putting a bunch of money and eventually becoming presidents. And that was, the, that was, you know, that was the successful ones. Right. They weren't really seeing it as a company. It was like a club. It was like a, like a joy for you know kind of like a side thing to do on the weekends and whatnot that wasn't a, mm-hmm. a profit a profitable venture for right, right and the british sort of changed that then the spanish italian and, and, and french league and german uh, uh you know followed suit and right. eventually by the late 90s they were already like heavy professionalized and then from there on took off but you can see it so so it's really like 19 the the, the first modern global tournament played in this new professional, uh, professionalized, Americanized sports, uh, Americanized soccer uh, world was the 1994 World Cup, which was held in, in America, in bro. America. USA wow. 1994. Yeah. So that was the one that really got them the big sponsors for the first time. Right. And that was the one that kind of like bumped significantly the profile of players internationally. Again, numbers on the t-shirt. Remember Italy 90? I don't really remember it, but I've seen the images and they had just... Because, you know, back in the day, soccer, the starting 11 would play with the with the numbers. With the numbers, yeah. With yeah. 1, 3, 11. Right, right, right. They could technically change it, but it was very uncommon. Almost nobody would do that. Right. You know, I can remember off the top of my head... Only Ruggeri, a central defender of Argentina in 86, he used to play with number 19. I don't know why, but you know what I mean? But it was always 1 through 11, they would wear those those numbers. And um, that's just a, just a detail about it. But um, that, while it was very good for the sport, right? Because now you, we can see a level of game that's unheard of, right? If right. you compare it to, like now, I've been watching a lot of games from the 80s and 90s, you know, ever since Diego passed away, remembering uh, games I had watched before or I, had even, I hadn't even watched before. And um, the sport, they really not only changed this for the sport from the economic side of things and the professional side of things, but also as a game, bro. Yeah. You know, like they started, it's very, it's very, it's very interesting because the two things, the introduction of, Technology all around, but especially in everything that makes for the for the pitch, especially the the grass, that change and the ball that changed remarkably the ability of 
the ability for players to play the game. Yeah, yeah. If you take any Maradona, that's why Maradona also should receive much more credit with compared to current players. If you look at any of the greatest, you know, Maradona goals that weren't like penalties or, or free kicks, you can see how the ball, how the, the the grass is pretty much shit. It's like full of bumps. Yeah, he's he, he's doing all the work. Exactly, you can see how the ball is bouncing. He's doing left all the right, work, and right, he right. has it sued to his boot, bro, yeah, to his yeah. left foot. Right. But the ball, but the the, the 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 grass is like shit. Yeah. You know, because back in the day, okay, if it's green, it's already good. Right. And sometimes it was just a fucking mud pitch. Right. Especially in Britain and these places where it rains a lot. So that's one thing. But then the second thing is that they adjusted the rules and the strategies behind the game. So the game stopped remarkably so being physical mm -hmm. to become more stra strategical and athletic, if that makes any sense. So before, a central defender, you know, would operate under the rule, right, either... Right. Passes the ball or passes the guy. Right. Both no. Which means if they don't reach the ball, they're gonna just right. hatch the guy, you yeah, know, yeah. ax him, whatever. And that's why Maradona would like if you see Maradona against rivals, you put whatever on YouTube, you'll see him, bro, being tackled, being hurt on yeah, yeah, purpose. Yeah. Right. Like freaking butchers right. on the pitch. Yeah. They will be like merciless. That's that's no longer even accepted. Neither by the rules, by the referees, by the FIFA, by the organization. Well, yeah, soccer or, is known to be like the most, you know, less contact sport. So, But that wasn't the case back then. Yeah. Again, it's all part of this process that starts in the 90s. Right. And a process in which Maradona never took part of, really. Because right. then by 1994, he was really making, he really made a huge effort to be in shape for that World Cup. But he hadn't been without a team since, you know, a year and a half before. Yeah, in he was past his prime. Except for sure, way past his prime. Yeah. No way, though, because <laughs> do you think it was uh, way past his prime? As your father on the on the four one against Greece in the second game of the World Cup. Oh, that was like our first World Cup, so you can't even well, you, you can't even judge us on that. Yeah, but they danced around you, bro. Yeah, bro, of course. That was that was the first time we're on an international stage. Right, but still, right. you but know still, what I mean. Like, he was in yeah. shape. He he really focused with right. Signorini, his personal. That that guy was a different. That guy was a different stature, man. You know. Right. Maradona's like of one course. of the greatest players ever. Obviously, and that that Argentinian team is considered by many Argentinians the f the best, but like by name, guy by guy, the best. On paper, you mean. Right. Mm -hmm. On paper, yeah. oh, no. When you analyze the players they had, the starting eleven, the roster, right, right, right. the best Argentinian team that ever make it to made it to a World Cup, uh -huh. they were clear favorites. That is, of course, because that is actually a conspiration theory on this, right? That Maradona never tested positive. It was just Joao Belange, a Brazilian president of FIFA, who saw the level the Argentinians were displaying in the first two games, who said in the first game, who said. We already got Maradona back on board. We promoted because Maradona was a world superstar. Right. No other came even close back then. Of course. So they promoted it with him. He's going to be on the game. He, he's, they sold it to the Chinos and Japanese people, whatever. And then they asked him by saying that he tested positive for ephedrine, which is in any in any pre-workout that um, whomever wow. at the gym takes right now. You know what I mean? That's, so they kind of used them just to make money. They used it big time. And then this Joao Avalanche, seeing that Brazil had a really good team and chances to make it to the world, to, to make it to the final, but that they would have to face Argentina sooner or later. He's like, why don't we just take care of their main star, their uh, leader and their captain and see how that plays out. Right. So that's what they did. Uh -huh. Again, this is a conspiracy theory extended in Argentina. I've heard many, many professionals 
talking about it. Uh-huh. Also, they said that Grondona, who is the president of the Argentinian Federation, was in the in the in the mix of this unfortunate situation. Regardless, that is a turning point globally for soccer, for soccer and general. that's ironically enough the last time we saw Maradona in somehow his prime because uh-huh. he focused for months on making losing the weight getting the physical the physical condition to make it in good shape for that uh, world cup which would be his last one his last the, world cup right the actual competition he really loved the most because he even though he's huge for boca juniors uh, supporters and, and and club he's huge a god for napoli and for their supporters right diego always loved the most it's like an uber patriotic thing that argentinians have he loved the most and felt the happiest while playing with the albiceleste with the white and Light blue, light blue, right? Uh, jersey, so well, that's why that, that's why I think Messi falls short. It's because of Maradona's accomplishment, accomplishment, accomplishment. Oh my God, accomplishment, accomplishments, accomplishments. Wow, that's karma for me trying to get at you before. I apologize. I, I didn't want to say it, but that's a fact. <laughs> so that's where I think Messi falls short, and that's why. Uh, I mean, Maradona is, is will be regarded as the greatest football footballer you know mm-hmm. greatest man in argentinian history yeah well he's looked as a god dude and i think and i've, I've i don't know if i've read i was reading before that the hand of god is going to be on money now in argentinian currency really I, yeah <laughs> that's i saw that's, a quick headline but i mean it just shows you like you know yeah the british had still the, the english the, this guy still was just more this guy was, this guy was more than just a soccer player or a footballer way more way more way, way more, more yeah way more and now now that he's he kind of gave them life he kind of gave them a reason to celebrate dude you know which exactly. is a very big you know it's huge very big thing and again it was that that ability to fight for for the for the for the badge, right? For the t- for the jersey, yeah. And That's people and people saw that and they felt that too, you know? right? Exactly. He yeah. made a lot of people happy, of course. So and then, yeah, and being having a unique personality and yeah. Sorry, I don't, I don't no, cut no. you off. And it's also he displayed so many talents that no one even saw before, man. Right. Right. Like Major yeah, we had Pelé, all right, but then Maradona really he revolutionized the game of soccer as a as a trickster for sure. Yeah. The level of tricks he had, like you've seen that fame, well. That famous video I've I've sent you before, uh, yeah, yeah. like with the song "Life Is Life." And he's just like he's just he's warming up. He was gonna play. New but he also looks like he's on cocaine. Cup. He looks like he's on cocaine. We don't know that. You can't confirm or deny. Exactly. Okay. I sure can't. But the point is that that was that was him. That was him in his neighborhood. You know, in the in the backyard of Chilling. whatever. Yeah. You know, in his home just, country. Yeah. He just you know enjoying and, just enjoying just what enjoying loved. playing with the with the ball. Right. Right. His best friend. You know. I his kinda, lover. I thought it was a video because this guy looked like he was all high on cocaine. He, he's still dribbling the ball. So excellent. It's. And that's, again, that's the warm-up for a UEFA Cup against Bayern Munich game. Stefano, my friend, because he's from Napoli, he told me, he's like, oh, I think it's uh, Bayern Munich in the UEFA Cup in 19, 1989 or something. So he was about to actually play a top-level international game. Mm-hmm. And that's how he was. You see, everyone is like stretching, running, and he's just playing with the ball. Anyway, uh, he was the last romantic. He was the last proponent or maximum figure an idol from that soccer that no longer exists ah uh, okay so that's why i felt like something a little bit died on me because i don't re- this 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 
uh, part of soccer history. I don't really love remember it fully. I was very little. I don't remember at all. So, right. But you're younger than me, you know what I mean? But I, I just caught the last the last, the last breath, glimpse of it. Yeah, last the last glimpse of it. Of it. Yeah. So to me, it's very like uh, fantasy because I, I, I don't have like solid memories. And you right, know how it is right. sometimes with the first memories you have that they're kind of like on a, with a little haze. Yeah. That it makes it all of a sudden more yeah, unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but that's what Dio was for me and for people from my generation. And uh, for the other ones, he was the actual, what they lived, the last, like, old rock star, if you will, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what made it even sadder in a way or more, more mm, you know, more Tito tragic. Was, Tito was devastated with the news of Maradona. Oh, I, I won't shy I, about I was it. upset. I mean, I was upset because, like, you know, he's a soccer star. Soccer star, good figure, but, you know. Wow, bro. No, I I, I compared it. I compared it to uh, if, knock on wood, if Derek Jeter passed away. Right, you made that comparison. In my eyes, he's phone. like the greatest sports figure. Right, 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 right. So imagine, I I was crying. Like I picked up the phone with you, but in I couldn't tears, talk. In tears. In yeah, tears. In tears. It was really a symbol. And uh, again, we don't want to shy away from the fact that he was a very troubled individual. He right. had an, an an addictive personality. He was aggressive sometimes. Right, he has but a few causes open for well, abuse. But of course, but like you know, he had his faults off the field, like because he's a human being, like everyone else. That's always my point. Yeah, like who who's perfect? Who no one and is he, perfect. And he always said, he said on his very last game in 2002, he said one of the most beautiful speeches in uh, soccer history. He said, "I just want everyone to know that I failed, I made a mistake, and I paid for it. But the soccer ball." The ball uh -huh. will never get stained by nothing. Damn, bro. <sighs> I I got I got a little something. Yeah. This is another thing. He had he had this genius um, touch of him that he would always leave excellent quotes, bro. He has so many quotes. You've seen them on Instagram. I all over. I was reading the hand of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, like oh. I saw the video and the whole sequence behind yeah, it, man. Yeah. And I remember like a reporter was asking him, and he goes, "It is what it is now." He goes, "Uh." He goes, to me, it was, it was still a beautiful goal, and then something like that. And it goes, or maybe it was the hand of God or something. It's all, right, that's right, how right. the quote came about, right? Exactly, that's exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, yes, that's how it did. Right. And um, so it's because of that. A little bit of, a little bit of my childhood died. Yeah, in a way, of course. When he died because of that old soccer that no longer, that no longer exists. Right. And I don't want to be that classic guy of every past time was better than the current time. You know what I mean? Like right. all those people, oh, oh, you should have seen, I don't know, uh, Baby Ruth, right? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Baby Ruth. What kind babe of name Ruth. is Babe, bro? Babe Ruth, bro. George Herman Ruth. That's his real name. Why was it Babe? Because it was like a pretty, like a baby? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Don't know the backstory right and now. You know what I mean? Right. No, no, I get what you The saying. point is like somebody who's 70, 80, they say, oh, this Jeter is nothing. You should have seen Baby Babe Ruth, babe Ruth. playing, right? But, the thing but I don't want to be that guy. I don't but the thing guy. is that you can't, when, when, when you talk about Maradona, mm -hmm. you're talking about every error. You know what I'm saying? Like people in 50 years from now, I, it's very hard to go up to the statue of Maradona. For sure. Like, he's like a Babe Ruth. He's like uh, he's like a Michael Jordan. Yep. Where as we're okay, you can say before and after. In in every era, okay, this guy was better than Michael Jordan. Blah blah blah. This and that. But still, my these names will never be forgotten. Never. And that's how big Maradona was yeah, in soccer. For sure. You know? To me, for example, I will never like. Now he's dead, but before, I was saying I was saying uh, in either like he. Taught me as a little kid what being the number ten and the captain of a team meant. Right. That guy. Yeah. Like I would go like again, one sixty, bro, like five two or something. Yeah. 
go on to fight anyone yeah. to like mimic one of my favorite moments also from Maradona. Have you ever seen, there is a pan out of the Argentinian team playing in Italy in 1990. It's in the final actually. They are like panning through the Argentinian anthem. The Italian people started whistling because they had sent off Italy in the semifinal. Right. In Maradona, you see he waits until the camera is on him and starts saying, sons of a whore, sons of a whore. He goes, to the puta. Italians. He goes, the puta. Wow. To the camera, bro. So the Italians all would sit in the huge screens. <laughs> and there was, and that was him. That was him right there. Always with his, with his, with his uh, pigeon chest. His fucking like chest this. out. Like chest this. out. Chest, chest out. out. Like this. Motherfucker, like saying, and, wait, the puta, and what was this? Wait, uh, Diego played what attacking mid? What you yeah, want to say, attacking yeah, mid, yeah, midfield, yeah. attacking midfielder? No, attacking that's midfielder. Not right. So that's why it was so sad. And you know, I have a, I have a thing, I'm a passionate person, I like, I like romanticism. <laughs> so, we know, bro. he was really the last romantic. You, I will never see a soccer player like I, this. I, I truly believe that because now, again, everything's much more professionalized, there's much more money, people, resources, sport into the sport. Mm -hmm. So you're never gonna have a kid from a from a slum. He was like a pure original no, soccer player. Yeah, yeah, very pure. and a pure talent. Pure talent. Because yes. remember, I told you this. He is, in terms of talent, to me, he's more talented than Leo Messi. Pure, raw, untouched talent. Nothing like him. I, I don't know. I, I think I think Messi's a little. Messi's not far away. He's he's developed himself more. That's why he's. Right. If you analyze strictly his ability on the pitch, you can make the strong argument that Messi it's a better soccer player. Right. But I'm talking about raw talent. I'm talking about, you know, broken down shoes on a dirt ground in a slum. See. Controlling a little piece of pig's um, leather like if it was his own body. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean, a little raw talent. And you have images of Diego doing that at the age of 10, you know? Yeah. Of course, you have also Messi with 6'7", in Argentina's mm. junior, like, dribbling kids and stuff, but right. it's not the same. Yeah. Pure raw talent. I, I think, like I said, I think Messi's not far away from Maradona. He isn't. I, I think if he wins, if he was more, um, if he was more, <laughs> like, if he won more games in, on the they international him, they level. They call him cold chest in Argentina. Messi. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't have that, 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 that drive. Yeah, that, that push, drive, that push, passion, passion, right? Uh, anger. That's what uh, I think. I think. I think uh, if he was more, if he was more, overcome. if he was more celebrated on the international level, yeah. he his name would be he was, his name would be up there. Mm -hmm. And that's why I when you say pure raw talent, as I that's why I compare Messi and Ronaldo. Messi is more of a raw talent to me, as Ronaldo is sure. more developed on on the on the pitch. Because he has a drive and determination that's to out get, of this only world. get better. Yeah, I dislike this guy, but hey, thirty five. Two Killing penalty kicks, but he scored twice <laughs> against Barcelona. Well, yeah. Uh, that was Diego Maradona. They also yeah. renamed the stadium in Argentina. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they also left the light on in his press box. So beautiful. That was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I love. Yeah. There's a huge debate now whether or not they're going to retire the, the number, which is something unheard of in soccer. Retire the whole number 10? Number 10 from Argentinian national team. I would do it. Why not? The argument against it is that um, he will, like, you will be sort of capping down any young upcoming talent to be to try to aim but to become the number 10 of the Argentinian national team because right. there is no number 10 they're saying you know what I mean so that's the right. argument they're making against right. it but Maradona is such a big figure man such a big figure I mean I know I mean teams but Messi will be, would have never been do they retire numbers for like domestic clubs no no they don't very uncommon they've done yeah. in a few occasions right 
I cannot recall off the the British, the English have done it. I don't remember with who, but I've I've heard it. But it's a, it's very very uncommon. See, like in American sports, they retire numbers. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's like part like of the Yankee American sports like culture. Yankees, Derrick Jeter's number two. No one else can ever wear their number two. Again. That one has been retired already. Derrick Jeter, bro. He just retired less than ten years ago, right? Yeah, retired. Uh, 2016 or something. Or like, I was here. Like three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I was there at the ceremony when he retired his number. Damn. Dude, he's. But you got it. He was that good. He was. <laughs> Who's that good? But he was amazing, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. There's a lot of debate. Of course, he's not the greatest player ever. But there's a lot of different positions in baseball. Mm, right. But as a Yankee player, mm -hmm. he he was the best to do it. Was he super influ Like, was he on a position of utmost responsibility, or was uh, he, he like? Grew to, well, he, once again, he, was he the guy he dressed the in the in the dress with the thing behind the batter? He wasn't that, right? He, was a, he wasn't a catcher, no, no. Okay. But he came to the Yankees 95, 96. And he, wanted, he got drafted by the Yankees, his favorite, his favorite baseball team growing up. He's from here? Uh, he's from Michigan. Okay. Born in Michigan. But the thing is, I, Derek Jeter, he won, a lot of, he won a lot of World Series, you know, the main championships, you know, with the Yankees. But, he also, he a, but also off the field, he kept a clean image. Oh. He always, he always you know, he's like, when I'm... When I'm off the field, I'm also I'm still representing the Yankees and my, oh. and my teammates. So you never caught Jeter in like the bad media, the you know scandals. the scandals, right? So growing up to me, that's why Derek Jeter is the best, and that's why I can't see another number two where in Yankees history pinstripes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, but like Jackie Robinson, his numbers his numbers retired throughout whole baseball. True, true, true. true. You know, well, in, in basketball, it's actually very common. Right, basketball in all in all Very American common. sports in all American sports. Is it as common in other sports? Actually, as basketball? I, football, basketball, football, they do it so quick. Bro. Football, I'm not quite sure. Mm, might be uh, harder. It's a little harder because it's like, you know, it's like a quarterback is like a common number seven. Ah, uh, so I mean, I think I think it is. I'm not really sure. Well, but, there might be little differences, little but overall, differences. the American but style overall, is American retiring style, yeah, iconic you remember, players. You remember that guy's achievements, dude. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Of course, he said it's a, it's a homage. Kobe Bryant, I think both of his numbers are retired. Wow, both of them? Eight and 24, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That death, man. Oh, but that, that death. That death hit me hard, too. I don't know. It, really? hit, it, hit, me, it hit me a little differently, yeah. But you're not, are you I'm a not a, I'm not a fan? huge Lakers yeah. fan, no, but Kobe Bryant, like, growing up was, like, one of, you know, it was the best talent okay. next to Jordan. Right, 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 right. So right, right. when yeah, that news broke, that, that that hit me hard. Especially because it's a very fucking tragic. And it fucking happened so sudden, dude. And we, that should have been the first sign of uh, how shitty 2020 was going to be. Happened back in January. I guess. I mean, but it's impossible to determine what's going to happen. Now. Obviously, yeah, bro. I'm saying it in hindsight. No, no, no. Definitely, yeah, this yeah. year, this year has been quite, quite something. Right. But I mean, like, like I said, if if they decide to if they decide to retire number ten in uh, in the Argentina national team, that. That will be a, a very huge deal. Yeah, unheard of. Again, unheard, unheard of, bro. Of. Unheard historic moment, which you know would yep. be crazy to be. Yep, 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 yep. To say, hey, I might have to leave soon. So. And uh, speaking of, yeah, after talking forty minutes about Diego Maradona. No, so, but this this is our Diego Maradona special because I know how how dearly he meant to you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the third the, the second time we speak about Maradona. We promise Maradona, our audience. Yeah. We'll, I mean, listen. We'll move on to different topics. So I don't want. I don't right. Want you know, we're on a, like I told. Uh, we're on a little bit of a time crunch today, which is fine. We are. We are. Uh, shit happens. You know, he's yelling at UPS people. Very true. You know, over the phone. I have to go to dinner. Yeah, to, oh, so. by the way, bro. Uh, speaking of the dinner, just to, to wrap it up. We uh, first thing, just two pills. Okay, five more minutes. Um, <laughs> first thing, I just want to tell you, how do you feel as a non? 
fan of boxing about Logan Logan Paul uh, versus uh, first Floyd of Mayweather. All, okay, first of all, um, we, well, this is just purely, purely about money, obviously. Very Second, I so. have no fucking clue who Logan or Jake Paul is because I actually got confused of who is who. What do you mean, who is who? One is Mayweather and the other one is Logan Paul. Bro, the, the, the Logan Paul has a brother, Jake Paul. Oh, they are related? Yeah, yeah, the brothers. He was, he was in the exhibition. Yeah, and I thought that he guy. He knocked out cold. Dude, knocked the shit out of Nate Robinson. Yeah, Nate Robinson dropped. Three time slam dunk championship. Three time slam, slam dunk championship. Right. So, anyway, so I thought that guy that, that knocked out Nate Robinson was the same Paul. Was the same Paul. Wow. Are, Wait, you from, are, you, are you even from America, bro? Bro, relax. I to, so, I thought I thought that that guy who knocked out Nate Robinson yeah. caught a fire with a full man with him, and I got fucking pissed. Because, how does this guy, YouTuber, Right. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. He's he's good at boxing, but he all right. He's fit enough. Very athletic. How does he get the chance to fly Floyd Mayweather, one of the best? W I think he moves cheddar, bro. That's moves the only cheddar. explanation. Fucking bullshit. Anyway. But doesn't he, though? I guess he does, yeah. I'm assuming they are um, trying just to secure pay-per-views. That's my first point. And then, but then he's not fighting. It's his brother who's Logan Paul. Is right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who already fought against another YouTuber, right? Or something I don't like, even know, man. Like a British but it's guy. It's not in boxing anymore. The exhibition, it's a, no, it's a, it's an the exhibition matches circus. are getting more are getting more views than the actual boxing. Box. Imagine, imagine if you're a boxing player and you're fucking busting your ass. I would be. I would and then be you see this fucking guy. Sorry, yeah. I'm on a rant. Now I'm That's on a right. rant. I got yeah, a rant. Go for it. Go for it. It's just, it's just a little no Yeah, I get it. It drives more traffic. It drives more money. But you know what, man? That fucking sucks because like. The guy that's busting his ass to be well known in his in a, in his for his career is what some guy that was famous on camera through YouTube. Yeah, pretty you much, know? pretty much. But the kid is taking it seriously. And let me tell you, someone, I just want to just want to leave this drop this this little this little nugget this little nugget on the actual uh, match. Of course, Floyd Mayweather has all the advantages because he's you know top three, top five for everyone. In terms of uh, boxing, best boxers in the history of the sport, to some, to some is the best that ever did it. Mayweather. Mayweather. I believe so. And, but you can't, you can't, you no, no, you can't deny it. No, you no, can't no, deny no, no, it. No, no. Yeah. I, I, he's, he's, uh, he's a master. He's a genius. But point is, this Logan Paul guy, he is six two and is over two hundred pounds. Now, there's a rule in boxing, okay? You know, speed beats everything, right? technique, skill, whatever. But. But wasn't McGregor bigger than Floyd Mayweather? Yeah, but not that big, bro. But he was bigger. Bigger, but and not he, that big. And McGregor was known for his punch, and everyone that everyone thought the thing is you can be bigger and stronger against Floyd Mayweather. But here's the point: you gotta you gotta land punches, right? You gotta exactly. land them cleanly. No, that's that's what you I'm saying. You, you can't catch the guy. But you, unlike again, we're talking about pounds and 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 inches right. of difference. A lot of them. A lot of them. But so it could happen. I'm just saying. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I think my Mayweather should win this any day, anytime, anywhere. But it only takes one punch to drop a man sometimes. Bro, and, I'm telling you. This kid is a heavyweight. This, this kid is not a boxer. But he's a heavyweight. He's a he's not a boxer. He's Floyd been training, Mayweather. He's been training with uh Shannon the Cannon bro, Briggs, bro. Bro, he's Floyd Mayweather's been, been in the guy. ring with more experience and bigger Yeah. No, I bigger know. fighters. I'm playing devil's advocate. You here. are and I'm obviously and I, but I, I I always hated I hated Floyd Mayweather girl. I you didn't did? I didn't like him. Because of how arrogant I thought he is. how arrogant he is, but you know what? The guy backed up his shit every single time. Every single time. He goes, Hey dude, I'm gonna knock you out and I'm gonna get paid yeah. for it. And that's exactly what happened. And he's been in trouble a couple of times, you know, oh. with Maidana, with uh, Shane Mosley, I believe. Like he got he Ooh, got Mayweather. Mayweather. He got shocked. Also he got beating the, beating the shit out of his fucking, out of his wife. 
He was a wife beater. He got known as a wife beater. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, a bigger yeah. deal. But who cares, though? <laughs> Dude, a lot of people did care. If well, he, but that doesn't change his exactly. ability to perform in the... That's another argument for itself. I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, okay, because so, they could cancel him because he beat the wife, which he went to jail or something for I that, I think he right? went to jail for that, yeah. Which, as but, he should, because what a piece of shit uh, beating up a woman, especially right, a professional exactly. boxer, bro. Right, exactly. 100%, dude. Yeah, he should have gone to jail. To beat a man. He should have gone to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but anyway, but we'll see what happens with we'll that. We'll see what happens. It'll be it'll be something something to not pay for but watch online. But or. no, let's uh <laughs> let, I want to you, you want to do a live? You want to Twitch about it? We'll Twitch, Twitch it up, you know? I make the comment live of how the We don't we don't, we don't have Twitch. We don't have Twitch and I don't We're not gonna I don't do know Twitch. what the We have is, no time to make a Twitch. I don't know what it'll be. Uh I think I can make I can make uh, it work. I want to work. Yeah. Uh, second thought before you before you jump on your second thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. My second thought, Snoop Dogg has to commentate. Wow, that was funny, dude! Hilarious. I watched the Mexican uh, because I was, you know, not paying for it, so I watched it online. I didn't Snoop watch Dogg it. English. Was, was it fun? Fu hilarious. But wait, what, what, was he actually? This is commentary. This is like, oh, this is like two of my uncles fighting at my barbecue. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> so Nate, where are you going with that? Uh, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, what's your second thought? Because I gotta get out of here. So. Yeah, my second thought is actually on that note because you told me uh, that you are going with your girlfriend, and your girlfriend happens to be from certain uh, ethnical group. And I just wanted to talk about circumcision. Yo, let's 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 <laughs> let's get it straight to the point. This here. is how we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it on, on circumcision, right? No. What's your beef on circumcision? Okay, I think I think it's an atrocity that should be removed from the. Dude, we don't want to hurt the the Jewish community. Okay. We don't hurt, no, if they want to do it, it's fine. But this, I've heard this this oh, argument about. No, I heard this argument. Why? Why, bro? It's something natural. Okay, well, my girlfriend's gonna. Well, my girlfriend's like, oh, you're gonna do a podcast with someone that guy doesn't who doesn't believe in something in my, my in my religion. Oh, I I respect. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, you whoa, respect whoa. the religion. I respect the Jewish people wanted to do it for whatever reason. They've actually adjusted. You know that back in the day, and apparently some Orthodox communities still do it. The rabbi used to suck the blood coming out of the. Okay, dude. All right. Like I said, this I have true. I have dinner in one hour. I'm just saying okay? this is true. I'm I have just saying dinner in one hour. As your girlfriend, not the I, don't point. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to think about point. this. Here's, here's the point, though. I want you to think about this point. All right. Okay. So concession was a very valid because again, everything that's physical or or non-religious but religious related, like not eating pork, this kind of like ablation, like removing the clitoris from the girls in Africa, all these things. They uh, they have certain certain physical explanations right the circumcision back in the day was good to avoid phimosis to avoid infections in the dick and stuff and i i get that i get that okay they said that Yahweh said it okay whatever it's fine i respect it now in 2020 we cannot we cannot do this to little kids you know that the gland you know the tip of the penis is a very sensitive area that you are de facto by circumcising it Making it grow what without the that sensitivity. Fuck are you talking? That about? sensitivity. How do you go from Logan Paul to circumcision? Because this is Tito under. We gotta talk about. No, I right, want to finish my point. I want to finish, finish my your point. point. Here's the point, though. Okay, circumcision is wrong. It's wrong because nowadays uh, medicine has advanced so much that if a kid here and there gets phimosis, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, but is medicine the answer? Huh? Is medicine the answer? Fuck yes, is the you answer. You think medicine's the answer for this specific case? It is, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I don't want. I wouldn't like if I had a kid, which I don't think I will. I may have one somewhere. Who knows? But not the point. All I'm saying is that you are making that kid's tip of his penis way less sensitive. You are numbing that tip. And you know what? That kid's going to have less Well, you pressure. know what? That kid should wrap it up. That's why this is why he should practice, practice safe sex. 
Well, what about the girlfriend? He'll have a girlfriend eventually. It doesn't matter. Well, no, no. It does matter because he'll eventually have the pleasure of making love with no protection. With no condom, right. Exactly, which is a real pleasure that he'll have with the right girl. And what I'm saying is by the time he does that, he has less sensitivity on the top of his dick. And that'll be because he was circumcised. Okay, bro. Why don't you ask the Jewish community, if whoever circumcised, how they feel about it. They probably have more, they have a, they probably have a better sex life than you do. They may. Or than both of us combined. Very unlikely, but they may. They may. You're judging circumcision. No, I'm not judging. I'm giving you, I'm giving you scientific facts. Are you a scientist? I'm not a scientist, but it is a fact. I am not, but it's a fact that when you circumcise a penis, that penis develops with much less sensitivity in the gland, the tip of the dick. Therefore, that's a disadvantage. That's just a disfavor to the poor kid. That's what I'm saying. So you leave the skin on, so you know you come in and out, and it looks nice as ours because we're not circumcised. <laughs> let's let's tell the people, and we are having a blast, but bro. Also, also, okay. Yeah. What about? Yeah. What, 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 this what, what, might this might this whole segment might be cut out because my girlfriend's gonna murder me. Well, why don't you why don't you talk to her about it? Like just How about this? I'll talk to her about it her. and then I'll figure it out. Batter her butter into it. Butter, butter it up into it. All right. It. All right, bro. Uh, Do you want to run? On the second I got to get out of here. I got a dinner. Um so excellent on, excellent icebreaker for dinner. <laughs> right? Some, with my with my parents there too. With my parents. <laughs> let, me, let me ask my father how he feels about circumcision. Let's ask Dimitrios. He's going to love this. I'm sure he's a true man. All raw. All oh. raw. All natural, bro. <laughs> Fucking He's Greek, yeah, Greek man, dude. Uh Anyways, on our next podcast, you're gonna, we're going to talk about <laughs> our, our thoughts about the Tyson and uh, who do you fight? Oh, oh, shit. Roy Jones Jr. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, you forgot it because you think about circumcision. Because I wanted to make my point. We were talking about this before the pod. Bullshit. And I really wanted my theory to be you know out what? there. You know what? You know what? You know what? Kids are being crippled. You, you know what? On your Spanish I'm podcast. For your, I'm doing this for your son, bro. You're no, I know this for me. On I'm your podcast, On your Spanish your podcast, son. you could talk about circumcision. You your could talk son. about fucking birth in Spanish. When you're on Joe Tito Branson. and the Greek, when you're on Tito and the Greek. Yes, sir. I have to behave now? A little bit, yeah. It's the contrary. I'm going to censor you. I can I'm going to censor you. wild, bro. Bro, you, we can't. Well, look, look at the transition, though. You can't go from, uh, <laughs> anyways. The transition was non existent. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening again to Tito and the Greek. Uh, do not forget. Do not forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Yes, subscribe Ooh. on YouTube. Guys, we really need to make it to Perfect. a thousand. That was wait, very smooth. Wait, is it a hundred or a thousand? A thousand. You told me it's a hundred. Well, first to a hundred and then to a and thousand. Then to a thousand. Yeah. So please subscribe. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our nice little tribute to Diego Armando Maradona. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, and next time we'll give you our views and uh, on the Mike Tyson fight. For sure. And we'll... And we'll fun fact, we won't... Be in the, we won't be in the Heights studio. We're, we're trying, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're going to try something new for next episode. We're going to see how for, that works out. Yeah, we're going to try because if, yeah, so if, we, if we go into total lockdown, I we won't be able to travel because, you know, the Gestapo out there is going to catch us. Exactly. So we're going to... Want to make it work? We're going to make it work. It's going to be like a little Zoom call. Remember those yeah, Zoom we'll calls? Little, yeah, yeah, something cute. Something cute like that. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. I'm excited. All right. Are you paying from Uber? Are you paying from Uber back? I bet you, bro. You betcha, bro. You got forty bucks. Uh, I give it fifty, okay? Because I want to give a nice. Are you, are you gonna take? Are you, are you gonna take? Uh, you, you're tipping my my Uber driver. I'm gonna tip in your Uber driver for sure. Yeah, the guy deserves it. This is snowing out there, bro. And okay. He's coming to pick you up to the doorsteps of the studio. Okay, dude. That deserves it. Anyway, <coughs> it was a pleasure. Thank you very much. That was beautiful. Thank you. I hope you, I hope you find your packages. Stop doing that. Thank you. Okay. Love ya. Bye. <laughs>